a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time now, 6:30. KSL's top story this hour. Why would a teenager show up outside of school and threaten students in the parking lot with a gun? That's the question Cedar City Police are trying to figure out this morning after a student is accused of doing just that. We get the updated information from KSL News Radio's Adam Small. Adam? Amanda, at this point, the motive is still that big question, and police are still working to figure that out. Cedar City Communication Relations Officer Gabriel Costello says this started Monday when the former student allegedly pulled a gun on four current students. Our school resource officer immediately responded, and the school began to be cleared and, you know, mitigated of any threat. But uh, a little bit later, about an hour later, the same suspect arrived and assaulted a different student. Costello says Canyon View High and Fiddler's Elementary are both temporarily locked down since the suspect lived nearby. The boy was taken into custody at his home and now faces multiple charges, according to Costello. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. The final teenager charged in the murder of a Linden teenager has now been sentenced. Prosecutors say that five boys met with Gavin Hone last August and planned to rob him during a low-level drug deal. But at some point, they ended up killing him. All five boys were charged with murder and aggravated robbery and will stay at a juvenile detention center until they turn 25 years old. They also were ordered to pay $10,000 to Gavin's family. KSL weather with Matt Johnson. Snow showers are moving across the Wasatch Front this morning, but it's southern and southeastern Utah that will get the brunt of this storm. Brian Head in Pine Valley, the big winners, 12 to 24 inches. Monticello, southeast Utah, could pick up 10 to 20 inches of snow. Love it. As we move into the late afternoon, Wasatch Front will already start to clear things out, but central and southern Utah keep going into the night. Partly cloudy tomorrow and dry for the Wasatch Front. Our next best chance to see some snow showers will be in the overnight of Friday. Matt says here along the Wasatch Front, we can expect one to three inches this morning. We've seen uh, more than our share of storms this winter, and that means snowblowers have seen a lot of use. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has more. Utah's last few storms have forced homeowners to dig out their snowblowers. Some find they have to revive their machines after a season of little to no snow. Steve Yancey of Steve's Broken Toys in West Jordan has been taking up calls up and down the Salt Lake Valley and even as far out as Park City. Luckily, hardly any of these orders are due to something snapping, bending, or breaking while in service. To avoid a snowstorm scramble, Yancey recommends you get a tune-up, including sharpening your tines and changing your oil. People in San Bernardino County, California, have been experiencing record snowfall for days. Haley Steck works at a convenience store and says they're struggling to keep anything on the shelves. We need a lot. A lot of people are wanting eggs, milk, all that good stuff, more bread, all the, like, the little stuff that people want, fruit. 
um, more dog food, cat food, because people are really looking for that stuff, too. A state of emergency was declared in San Bernardino County with many mountain roads closed. More snow is expected in the area later today. KSL's top national stories this hour. Three police officers were shot while serving an arrest warrant in Kansas City overnight. Obviously, whoever was shooting at them, I would um, I would assume that they knew that they were police because they knocked and announced. And when I say knock and announce, I mean knocked on the door, police. That's when you announce that you are the police. Kansas City Police Chief Stacy Graves says her officers drove themselves to the hospital and all three are expected to recover. Over two dozen people are dead after a passenger train and a cargo train collided in Greece. Emergency crews arriving to find debris scattered everywhere. Train cars toppled over and derailed. A mangled mess of metal, some parts unrecognizable. Officials say at one point more than 150 firefighters and 40 ambulances responded. Nearby towns assisting. ABC's Lionel Moise reporting. First look traffic, we go back over to Andy Farnsworth. I-15, Tim, has been great this morning. I don't see the snow at Point of the Mountain. It may be falling, but it hasn't stuck to the roads, thankfully, so far. And I'm still seeing excellent full speeds on I-15 from Provo to Salt Lake City and throughout Davis and Weber County. It's a much better drive in Davis and Weber County today than it was yesterday, mostly because road conditions are good. I'm Andy Farnsworth from the KSL Traffic Center. Rules have been established for the jurors hearing the case against disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch. This morning, strict rules will be in place when jurors visit the site where Alec Murdoch is accused of murdering his wife Maggie and their son Paul. While you are on your way, uh, you are not allowed to discuss the case with anyone, including your fellow jurors, and you're not allowed while there to ask any questions of anyone. The visit expected to be followed by closing arguments. ABC's Andrew Dimbert reporting. The Conservative Political Action Conference, better known as CPAC, gets underway today in Washington, D.C. ABC Political Director Rick Klein says Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will be notably absent instead of atten- instead attending a conference in Florida. Whether it sells nationally or not is the big test, but he is hoping that he can continue to use Florida as a bit of a conservative governance lab and say, look what I did here, this is what I can do everywhere. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley and former Vice President Mike Pence will also be speaking at the Florida donor event this week. America is trying to go electric, but there aren't enough electricians. The shortage is creating a bottleneck in the goal of switching to more renewable energy sources. It's expected to get even more severe when hundreds of millions of dollars in subsidies from the Inflation Reduction Act kick in. Some companies say as of now they're booked out for six months. The number of electricians is slated to go up by around 7% in the next decade, according to federal data. But some analysts say the sector needs to be growing at several times that rate just to keep up with current demand. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis reporting. Good paying gig, too. Yeah. If you want to go out, now, a lot of times they'll train you while you're working. Right. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.